Oh, we're, we're talking about just like crazy, crazy. like store tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Store tories? Store tories. Oh wait, yeah. oh wait, <laughs> that's what I. Oh, <laughs> we're telling store tories. Did you want to hear tour stories? <laughs> Presented here for your approval, our episode this week, composed of location audio artifacts collected by Kindercore personnel, documenting encounters with participants in the event designated Popfest. Our subjects, the audio generation collective Deerhoof, and sound pressure level generators Dressy Bessie. You know, I think most tour stories happen because uh, things go wrong, but like at this point, like for a while, we're so like well, you know, like our system's in place enough where it's like nothing goes wrong. So well yeah, yeah, our tours are like pretty uneventful. Um, uh, yeah, we've had a few things, a few, uh, our, our van's never been broken into, we've never had any bad breakdowns. No. We've, uh, we've... Just <laughs> 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 yeah. knocking on wood. We've had, like, the things that we've had stolen were really minor, like somebody, at, like in Berlin, uh, um, this, this uh, woman was, like, stood right in front of John, our, our other guitarist, dancing, like, all night. And the and then the second the show was over, she she reached on the reached on stage and grabbed his tuner and ran out the door. Like a <laughs> Yeah, that was the thing. It's like it's like a tuner. Like he had just bought it too because his other one fried, so it was like a brand new like tuner he got. Yeah. And so uh, I was at the merch table and somebody ran up and they're like, somebody grabbed the tuner and we're but there's some people chasing her. And so, uh, so uh, some people took off after her down the street. And, Did they uh, catch her? No, they didn't catch her. Mm. Um, somebody tried to steal John's guitar once, but he only made it up out in the parking lot and yeah, threw and it Yeah, I, I was like, I was told to watch out if something might get stolen. So I was sitting in a van, and I saw a guy running with John's guitar far away, and I'm like, that looks like John's guitar. And then the guy was trying to, you know, climb the fence, but realized it's too heavy. Right. And he just dropped John's guitar and then just climbed over the fence. Yeah. Do you think like he was trying to steal it because he wanted the guitar or was he a, like a crazy fan? I don't think crazy fan. I mean, why does this Yeah. Right. <laughs> Probably more like a junkie. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Uh, what about did someone steal Greg's whole laptop? No, uh, so, uh, that was that was not that interesting. Someone that was in Australia where somebody uh, was it Australia or New Zealand where somebody at the hotel? Oh yeah, they they stole the master key from the hotel uh, reception. Yeah. And they went out all the rooms and then he stole. They stole Greg's, Greg's like backpack. Backpack which yeah. had uh, all the album. Yeah, the demos. like our whole album yeah. that he had been like everything he had been working on for the album was yeah. on his on his uh, oh. on thing. So. Uh, um, yeah, that, that was the big one. Yeah, some people have taken like like Greg. Greg has a notebook that he writes all his musical ideas in, but then he also, at for a time, would write a set list for the show. And somebody like at, at as when we were done, like grabbed his whole uh, grabbed his whole like notebook off of the stage with all of his music with all the stuff he had been writing for a record. <laughs> wow. Um, oh. Oh, we're, we're talking about just like crazy, crazy. like store tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Store tories? Store tories. Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> That's what I. Oh. We're telling store tories. Did you want to hear tour stories? We should start over. <laughs> I've been telling store tours. 
<laughs> but once I think we we complained that the, my tambourine was stolen yeah. several times in a row. Yeah. Some girl came back with yeah. Well, yeah, she, she, she brought it back. Uh, it was in Madison. She yeah. came up to me and was like, I, she's like I'm really job. sorry, I stole this from Satomi. Yeah. Uh, because uh, well, had she stole from a different show and came back to another. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 She was a big fan actually, and now she she actually is like really involved in the girls' camp in Madison. Oh. It was just like that was you know just a little overzealous thing. But it's funny because. After that, Satomi started on the tambourine writing, you know, um, please do not steal. <laughs> and uh, and I and I think, you know... Uh, it actually worked. That, that actually worked. That's all. <laughs> so if you have anything you want to, like, make theft proof, just write, please do not steal. On. Right. We, we did that on the van. We don't even lock the door. Right. <laughs> totally, like, safe. And, um, but you've never had, like, van broken into or any... No, nothing. Like, nothing that crazy. No, like, no, like, uh, like fights in the street or or uh, like guns pulled or anything crazy no no one's no. tried to steal my guitar so yeah we, we already told them oh yeah a little late way behind <laughs> yeah. 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 um but i've never uh, been in a situation where because I, I feel like anytime that i talk to people who've been on tour yeah there's always like that one moment where it's an oh shit moment where you're in the wrong place at the wrong time and you feel like you're in danger amazingly that has never happened i keep thinking like every time we have a long break i'm like i should learn karate Right. You know? Because it's like it's like like you know we've been doing this so long and I've never had that where it's just like you know like oh yeah then this guy like like grabbed us you know and, right. and, and uh, but like nothing's ever happened I think huh. you know we, we kind of have things set up like like we tour in a minivan um, which I think is like not like a like a, a flag for like a band you know right. even uh, and then we always uh, we always stay out of town we always like we we always we never like we we have. At this age that we're at, we're, we always get hotels. You know? Right. So we always get hotels over by the airport or something where it's like, that's not really like capable. Now that I'm saying this, people are probably going to like casing <laughs> the airport. Casing yeah. <laughs> airport. Uh, um, yeah, so it's. Uh, so we hope you're enjoying this week's episode of Load In, Load Out, a tour story podcast recorded in Athens, Georgia, in association with Kindercore Industries. You've been listening to Cash Carter and Kindercore co-founder Dan Geller interviewing Deerhoof at the Georgia Theater. Afterwards, our own Ryan Lewis catches up with John and Tammy from Dressy Bessie at Little King Shuffle Club. We cordially invite you to visit us at kindercore.com, where you'll find a plethora of exciting, life-validating merchandise, including vinyl, CDs, T-shirts, and posters, or stick it to the man by pressing the people's donation button. And now, back to our show. I think the craziest tour I ever went, went on was with a different band, and it was the, the tour that I ended up at your house. Oh uh, my god, I forgot! Yeah! <laughs> you were, yes. Yeah! Yeah, it lived with me for a couple days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was like, the, that was like a 97 or something like that. What band was that? Uh, that was this band Iceburn, okay. where it was like the, like, like everything, it was the, the most hellish tour ever. And, <laughs> Just tell that story. Yeah, yeah. A good one. Uh, it, like, um, there's so there's way too much. I'll give you the highlights. Uh, but we let we, we we left LA in a uh, in an RV. Um, the the uh, the uh, the two bass players were living in the RV at the time. There's two bass players. Yeah. Oh, the, there's two bass players, two guitarists, a sax player, and a drummer. 
And we were all tongue dustbin thing. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> just say yes. Is <laughs> <laughs> that band from the '90s? That was. Oh, okay. Yeah. There were a band from the '90s that was like um, they had two bass players. Oh, okay. Like yeah. A British band. This was, they, these were two uprights. Okay. Like, oh yeah. wow. So um, I don't know. Is that? No. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it was like, it was more like the the band had started out as like a like a sort of uh, straight edge hardcore band, but it kind of morphed into like a. Uh, um, like sort of free jazz improvising things so like all these so that was an extra added bonus with all these like hardcore kids would show up with like tattoos of the band except now they had like an improvising jazz group tattoo instead of like a straight edge hardcore so that was yeah yeah it was pretty pretty funny so we were still yeah yeah, yeah. so we so we would st still have like we'd still be we were still playing like in those same like like venues like hardcore ven venues and stuff except it was like a different we were playing like sun rock tunes and stuff oh wow okay, but cool. um yeah, we so we left in this event, in this RV and we were like uh, in the Midwest someplace. I can't remember like if it was like in Indian Indiana or something. And the uh, um, the the RV started to smoke and like uh, completely just and um, so we had like the classic like coasting like going downhill and somehow like pulling into a, a, a mechanics you know place and uh, and so he he gets the RV into the garage and we're all stay we're we're all standing there like waiting to see what happens and all of a sudden the whole garage like smoke is billowing out and he the mechanic runs up runs up and he's like if you got anything in there you got to get it out now so we all ran in and pulled all the gear out and like the van the it's just smoke pouring out of everything so it was like the the RV's over it's done so we were all standing on the street corner um, with all of our gear and just abandoned like our, we have no more equipment and and then this this uh, this girl drives up and she gets gets to the stoplight and she leans out, and I think she was singing like a bouncing soul song or something like that. Like, if, uh, and uh, and the van, this van that she pulled up in, it was all painted and like it's like everything was painted. Even the tires were like painted. On one side was like a sea scene and on the other side was a huge dragon and on the back it said Key West Youth Hostel. <laughs> so um, so she like she drives away and pulls into a gas station that's right on the other uh, side and th there's some connection with some of the guys in the band and Bouncing Souls I guess um, I, I think that's the band uh, and uh, and so they run across the street to, you know, to be like hey we know that band that was, that was a crazy coincidence you know that you were singing it and she knows who we are and that you and that um, and this situation that had happened so she had been living in this van all that was in the van was a driver's seat the whole van was empty and she said, she's like, um, had just gotten an apartment. She was like, for, for karma, she was gonna give us her van because she didn't need it anymore. So we, we uh, proceed to load all of our gear into this, into this free van and, uh, and like drive to, the, drive to the show. The van is uh, like an enormous cop magnet. Like, like we get, oh, we get pulled over like four or five times, like in the next, you know, like for things like, for things like, oh, it looks like your door was open. I guess we kind of like the one door had to be like held by like chains or something like that. And, and it was like, there was nothing in it. So, and, and so um, we would put the base cabinet in the, where the passenger seat was and somebody would like sit on the base cabinet, like just waiting to like have their whole like base destroyed. If and then um, the other four guys would sit in the back with like the two uprights and all this stuff. And we were sleeping in it. So four guys would sleep uh, like shoulder to shoulder next to each other. And I, and I would sleep on the base cabinet up to, up to my waist. <laughs> and I hung a piece of rope from the ceiling and I would put my feet into the rope like a hammock. <laughs> and like with the, four, with the four legs underneath it. And see, and then somebody else 
that was like a cushier position. Whoever the the, the that was sixth person, that was the enviable place the, to sleep. The sixth person would put a pillow on the driver's on the on the on the steering wheel and just like lay like this <laughs> on the steering wheel. And so we did that a lot. Like we ended up having to do that, and we would just get like like we had like one time we uh, we were like the the we the driver um, uh, got out to like to like. To just go watch the sun's sunrise and stuff one morning, and he pulled over like just on the interstate, and he didn't really pull over all the way over to the so so like he just like pulled over on the interstate and like got out of the van and ever and left us all sleeping in the van while he went to go like just like sit and watch the sunset someplace, and we woke up with like multiple police cars around us like and like with uh, the police like shaking shaking us like one of us awake the, who was like laying in the in the they're like what are you doing here. And we're like, we don't know. Like, we don't know. We don't know where our driver. We just woke up, like all of us. And they were like, there's a rest stop, like a half a mile down the road. And then, like our driver, like comes like walking from behind it, and we're, and and somehow, somehow we just kept like everything was okay, and they kept letting us go. But that made it to that van. Uh, somehow made it to just outside of Athens, and it died. Like on our way, like it it, it just died, and uh, we were stuck on this road, and. Uh, and the police came, and um, like one cop car, and they were like, "Well, we'll take you. We'll get it towed, and we'll take you. Uh, we'll take you along with to the mechanic." And uh, and the cop was like, "Oh, you we, you can ride with me, but you can't ride um, up front." So all all of us had to like cram in the like smashed in the back of the <laughs> piled on top of each other. And he drove us to uh, to the mechanic. Like the mechanic was like, um, "There was some problem, but he couldn't fix whatever was wrong with it." So, uh, so we had we had some shows to play in in uh, Florida, and so they they looked up. You know, this was in like nine, like nine, like I said, ninety seven or something, ninety eight, and so we didn't know cell phones or anything. So they found a like a really sketchy um, uh, van rental place that was like out in the boonies, like not, like, and uh, we went to go. We went there, and it was some guy, um, and he uh, we you know it was just me and a couple of the guys went there and uh, and and got like a cargo van. So we drive back to pick everyone else up to try and make these shows in Florida. The, the, the guy who's driving is just driving like really fast because we we're short on time and we have to try and make these shows. So I'm sitting in the back of this cargo van, nothing in it, just sliding all over the place, like freaking out. And I start getting like a really bad feeling. I was like, this is really not good. This is not a good thing to try and make these shows. So um, as we're driving, I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Like, uh, you know, and we're, we're, we're outside of Athens and I was like, I was like, damn. You know, <laughs> so I was like, I was like, there was some. I, I was trying to think about it. I was like, why is there a connection to like there was some way that I had your phone number or something? Like I have no idea. Because we didn't have cell phones. Yeah, yeah, so, we yeah. didn't have cell phones. So somehow I had your number at the time, Written and I was like, somewhere. probably like some scrap of like something. So we got back, and everybody like starts grabbing the gear out of the the broken down van and throwing it into the van, and uh, and um. And I was like, just standing there watching them do this. And like, I was just like, I was like, I gotta get out of this. And I was like, and suddenly I was like, damn, damn, okay. I was like, um, I've got Dan's phone number. And I was like, oh, I've got a friend here. Somebody should stay with the van and make sure that it gets fixed and everything's okay. And, and uh, everyone is in such a hurry. They're like, okay, yeah, that sounds fine. We don't need, we, we can get by without you for a few shows and then we'll come back and everything will be fine. I was like, oh, okay. So they, they left and I somehow tracked you down. And then, uh, and then, um, I went over to your house. I remember, like, I had showered and we were eating pizzas or something like that, and everything's fine. <laughs> and oh, we had taken uh, like uh, we had gotten it towed to like try and get um, 
a mechanic to look at it, and the mechanic was like, I'm not going to work on that thing. Like, and there was no real reason. He was just like, I think it was because it was like this weird hippie van. He was just like, oh, I'm not doing that. I'm not working on it. So yeah, like at that rural point, Georgia, some guys like that. Yeah. Fuck that. So at some point, we had we had had gotten one tow truck to take it to the first mechanic. He said he couldn't fix it. The second tow truck to take it into Ath, to uh, um, and uh, and then uh, and then now another one to, that like, oh, it's, it was just, yeah. So so um, I get a call from the guys, and they were like, and I immediately like hijacked the, the conversation. I was like. Oh yeah, you know, I tried to take it to this place and they wouldn't work on it. It sucks and everything's horrible and I'm I'm really clean and eating pizza and watching movies and all this. And uh, and the other guy, yeah, and the other guy was like, oh well, uh, the other van's upside down right now. Um, we 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 had a blowout. We went across. They went. They had a blowout in the front tire. Went went over. Went across the median into oncoming traffic. Flipped oh, the van wow. over on the other side of the interstate, and we're upside down, like in the other thing. Plus, there was like two upright bases, all this gear in a cargo van while it's spinning around. Like, um, like the the bass player said, he watched his his head like float into mid. He was like looking looked at our other guitarist as like this hero because he said he he saw the bass amp like lift in midair, and he was like, wow, that's crazy. You know, because he said it was just like floating, and all of a sudden it comes like hurling at his face. And the other guitarist like grabbed it in midair and like threw it to the ground, and they were like, uh, so they had gone to a gas station to call me because there was another tow truck that was trying to like get it upright while they bought like a bunch of beer and were like shaking like sitting outside like just drinking like trying to get over what had just happened, and uh, <laughs> and I was there, <laughs> so then uh, uh um. Yeah, I, I, I just totally what lucked out. After that. Well, after that, they came. They came. Uh, oh, these kid, these guys from Cooksville, Tennessee, who were super fans. They rented another, like a rider truck with a with a tow bar to come and get the broken down van that nobody in Athens would fix to take to their friend in in uh, in uh, um, to fix. And so they came, picked us up. So we were all sitting in the back of the empty rider truck. <laughs> while they were towing I literally didn't hear from you, from you for 10 years after yeah, yeah, yeah. I left my house well, and, I and, I and I hadn't yeah. talked to you before that this was like the first time I talked to you since we gra like we graduated high school and that was like and then after that like, so then we, we like pull out we pull out and the uh, we get like we get like a block away and the tow bar snaps and the and the uh, and the van is like getting pulled sideways and like fishtailing all behind there and we're like in the back of this cargo van like in the back of the the rider truck screaming like no, stop the guys! Because <laughs> it's like hanging by one wheel and like and like spin. So we uh, um, at that point we had had to we had to uh, you know I had to pull the uh, pull the drive shaft up you know out uh, I had to disconnect the drive shaft and and tie it up in order to uh, to like be able for it to be towed. So at that point we pushed it into a a parking lot. I yanked the drive shaft out, threw it inside the van, and we just just chained the doors up and left it. And then we took the rider truck. We, 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 we took the rider truck to these guys' house in, in, in Tennessee, in Cooksville, and just sat there for a few days while I, and we all tried to figure out our own ways at home. Like while I called so my, I was into the tour. Well, I, I called my girlfriend for like uh, days trying to convince her to drive from Minneapolis to pick me up, which she didn't want to do, and then eventually she w went ahead and did it. Was and, it Megan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, like like she was like I don't want I don't want to take this road trip to Cooksville, Tennessee. <laughs> else oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh and and oh my God. Okay, so so I forgot why I couldn't bail out. I would have bailed out way early, way earlier. But like um, a few weeks into it, I we stayed at someone's house and I forgot my wallet there. 
So I didn't have a wallet. I didn't have any money. Um, a few days go by, and while somebody is, oh, somebody gets out of the, this is when we still had the RV. Somebody got out of the RV, and we put, I'll put our shoes by the door of the RV. Somebody got out of the RV and knocked my shoes out of the RV. So, no so shoes, I, no I had no shoes and no wallet. <laughs> okay, there's more. Like, at, and when we got the van, um, somebody was rearranging the van and put my sleeping bag on the roof while they were cleaning things, and we drove away with it with it on the roof and so like so I got out so I had no shoes no wallet and nothing to sleep like no sleeping bag anymore at this point in the tour so at some point finally when we got to I think I was wearing like I think I was wearing slippers or something so I, yeah I was so bummed out because I was like I hadn't really done like any real big US tours and that's all I was thinking is like all these people are meeting me and I'm wearing slippers and I look like shit but you look like <laughs> yeah 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 I'm like so the fact that you guys have never had bad luck on tour might be because yeah, you I had, had the all one thing the key, the key all thing the bad to, luck on one tour. The key thing to remember about this, which still freaks me out to this day, is that you bailed on that that trip down to Florida because you knew something bad. Yeah, yeah, happen. that was really crazy. I like, think if you had been in that band, it would have been worse. I, I think, think it would have been like one more, yeah, one more, yeah. one more one body with in one that more stuff, and like, so, and like. It was like icy shock. Yeah, yeah. I had a I, like. It was like driving from there back to the other van. I was like, had like serious like. I mean, like something's gonna happen. He's at my house things. saying, I know something bad's gonna happen. Yeah. And then the call comes and they rolled the van. Yeah, they rolled I the mean, van. Like, knew. it yeah. was insane. Yeah, it was really crazy. Wow. Was Wait, so was the tuner okay? <laughs> 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 Sorry to bring full story. That's a good storyteller. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But so when you kept getting pulled over in the painted van, how did you explain not having registration to the cops? We, she gave us the she gave us oh, the she slip. signed it over. She and actually she actually had the the, the documentation on it, so she actually signed it over. They really just wanted to run our licenses, you know. Like it was so it was one of these things of like, hey guys, looks like the door's kind of open. Can I get all your licenses? Yeah. Well, I think yeah. one of the simplest things is that you said is you guys toured a minivan. Yeah. I think that makes all the difference in the world. Oh, because completely. When in you're touring in a van, you get targeted just. Going from like there's a stretch from Ohio to New York. Yeah. And I've gotten pulled over almost every time. Yeah. Every time we get searched. Oh every my god. Every time. Oh, Georgia wow. to Texas, yeah. same thing. Yeah. Yeah. We've never we've never had uh, John and I got searched in uh, in Croatia once with our other band and we had uh, we had gotten uh, we had just played in in uh, Sicily. And, or someplace in like southern Italy. Which band is this? Uh, this is with Gorge Trio. No, no, with Colossal Might. With Colossal Might. And uh, um, and the in the town, the uh, the um, the the city was known for this pastry, this like little delicious, like heart, like a uh, um, baked pastry that was covered in powdered sugar and stuff. So they gave us this uh, as a as a gesture. They gave us this box that was filled with these these candies, you know. And these little, you know, each individually wrapped and stuff. So, oh, during, yeah, and so yeah, during, right. during the course of this, during the course of like this, the rest of the trip, we would open the little plastic bag filled with powdered sugar, eat one, <laughs> and then throw it onto the dashboard. So we kept doing this all the time. So eventually, we get pulled over in Austria. No, yeah, it was in Austria. Like when we get pulled over, and the cops come over to look, and there's like a dashboard that's covered with little plastic bags filled with white powder. Like, 
So all of a sudden, like this, like simple, like speeding stop gets yeah. like we're all like pulled out on the uh, on the uh, the curb, like you know. Well, right. it, well there was no curb. It was, it was actually beautiful. There was like mountains and it was like a really like picturesque sort of place to get like sh- you know really <laughs> shaked down. <laughs> right. But um, so then all the cops pulled up and it was just like these these cops all sitting there with these little plastic bags, like dipping their fingers into it and taste like <laughs> each like tasting these powdered sugar like, things from the bag. And somehow, like, I had gotten, like, some really insane, like, like uh, bronchial infection, or, like, oh, during that no. time. And we had seen, we bumped into uh, our singer, our singer's wife uh, at, um, came to one of the shows, and she had just gotten over it. So she had, like, all these antibiotics and all these pills. So this was my first time in Europe, so I was wearing a fanny pack, because I, <laughs> I thought, you know, I didn't care, I didn't care what I looked like. I just needed to have my passport with me and, right. and like, whatever, you know, like... Like uh, um, little toilet covers and uh, and like twine and a pocket <laughs> knife and like utensils, like everything, like a terrified like Wisconsin kid needs, <laughs> like thinks he needs when he's going into the deepest jungles of Germany. <laughs> so I had like this this fanny pack on that was like filled with pills. <laughs> so they so I'm like standing like in search position, you know, spread eagle, and they're doing everything. And then he opens my fanny pack and he like li- literally like goes like this. Like takes out like a handful of pills, and fortunately, I think I was like so messed up that I go, I'm really sick. <laughs> and and he goes, oh, and then he just dumps all the pills back into my backpack, and that was it, and they let us go. Wow. Yeah, I've never had any. We've never gotten t- tickets. We've never gotten detained. We've had like. I've had like so been pulled over so many times and never gotten a ticket. But you have crazy stories before, dear. <laughs> yeah, before. Yeah. You know, once dear have started, it's like it. It's all been you like. You paid your dues. Yeah. yeah. It was, seriously, it really you is paid your like dues for everybody. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. nothing has happened at yeah. all. It's been like so mellow. Except you get sick. On yeah, tour, we all get sick all the which time. Which you never did before. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, other than that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, that. I, I would actually get sick quite often on those tours because oh, like <coughs> I remember like there being times of like laying down in the van and everyone was sitting like like with their legs up on the van so I could yeah. sleep like so I could be sleeping just like shaking yeah. like on the floor. Well, you learn after a while of yeah. how to. There's a certain <coughs> way you have to live on the road. Yeah. To not get sick mm. because after a while getting sick you're like okay like this is not working this is not working this is not working I need to start eating better yeah I need to get sleep. I need to make sure that like I have cold medicine with me and things like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. We we Echinacea, whatever. Really good about that, and we like are really like trying trying to not like, you know, even now we try not to give in to like our desires of like what we want to eat. We like try and like think about like what's best for us to right. eat. You know, like because we'll go to a place and I'll see like like my I'm immediately drawn to like the same like like you know like the dessert section first or something right. like that. Like, oh, I should keep it easy because I have this, you know, chocolate nightmare cake thing, you know, <laughs> thing that I need to have at the end. But now and now it's like, I, I think I'm like, I'm trying to be really, it's like, I'll have the kale. Right. Sale, you know, <laughs> yeah, which I think, I think we're all doing pretty it's good. It's also, I think yeah. when you're younger, you're more apt to partying on the road. Yeah. And as you get older, you're just like, yeah, yeah. not, yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. Before he joined the band, you have never partied. Yeah. yeah. We were like, Really? <laughs> Go Not with him either, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was personally never a partier, but the guys in my bands were. Oh, yeah. Like, I was always the band parent. Yeah. Everybody else in the band partied. And as we've gotten older, nobody parties anymore. It's like, we get done playing, we want to go back to the hotel, we want to go back to yeah. the room, read a book, go to sleep, we... take care of ourselves. <laughs> yeah. 
we were always like, the, like I've, I've actually never drank. I've never drank a beer or anything, you know? And, uh, and uh, like, um, Greg doesn't drink Satomi and, and John, like, on tour. Like, our, uh, everyone thinks our writer's like a joke because our writer will be like two beer, two, yeah. like, if we right. have, like. And kombucha and coconut water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, coconut water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carrots. Uh, like, right. Yeah, and then, uh, and then two beers. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, yeah, and then they'll always be like, Ten times more than what we asked for, you know. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, even that, like even with bands before, like um, there might be like, like uh, yeah, even when we, I, yeah, like Chad, uh, Chad, Chad, Chad Popple, yeah, yeah. Well, and I had yeah. the band with 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 uh, John and uh, and like Chad drank and uh, and he would come and check with us. Like he'd be like, oh, they have this kind of. He was like really into beers, you know. And we, and uh, and he was like, oh, they have this kind of beer. Is it okay if I drink tonight? And uh, and sometimes he'd be like, ah, we gotta get up early. He'd be like, okay, you know. And other times we'd be like, yeah, fucking go for it, you know. And and then he would go nuts, you know. And but like we were all like, another guy we went to high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was like always like a a thing. So of, you guys' like, class in high school was just like it is crazy. It is crazy. It. I mean, oh, I, I was actually just in Milwaukee and uh, and I saw um, <laughs> like Danny Hossman was there and you know uh, you know her her husband plays. Uh, with Davey and Promise Ring and stuff and oh, right. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Dave, uh, like our other our other classmate uh, is Davey from Promise Ring and, and, uh, and Mark Mullen and Mark Mullen yeah Mark, I, I, I like have a like uh, Mark Mark and, like texts me a couple times uh, like sends me a humorous picture a few times a week <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't like it on that program. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, so yeah, we'll do that. it. Everyone asked me about I, yeah. You guys had cool bands during high school. I went to high school with Limp Biscuit and Yellow Card. like the last tour that we booked for ourselves or if it was the first tour that Eric booked either way it was basically like we decided like yeah it's not that crazy to like leave San Francisco play Salt Lake that night play the show <laughs> drive directly after the show to Minneapolis <laughs> get there for soundcheck we did that I remember yeah it was just hell on earth and like we're all and this is the beginning of the tour it's like everybody's just instantly just completely obliterated you know and, uh, and it's those West Coast ones. It's those West Coast states. Even when you're not doing that, when yeah. you go from like, you know, <laughs> several times I've done like Portland down to Colorado, and you're like, oh, that's not that far. It's like 19 hours. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the world warps over. The map isn't. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. Right? The map of the United States warps over there. Well, so. Right. The cost, since we do have like, um, you know, uh, we since we are using Booker now, like, uh, really often we'll do that thing where it's like nobody puts the cities into like a map, like into a map until like a, like the week that we're leaving. And then we'll like, like start route, routing things, you know, like I, uh, like I'll book hotels. So that's when I'll like, um, like, it, you know, try and see how much time we have. And John, John will advance and be like, oh, we have to be there at this time. And then, and then we'll like, uh, that's when we suddenly notice like, oh, that city's like 12 hours away from that city. <laughs> and then, and then we, like every, like even on, uh, on, on like pretty much almost every tour we're like, what are we doing? Why are we, wait, wait, we're going where, you know? 
thing, so it never, yeah. It, that stuff happened. This this country is way too big. You know? Right. But I was talking like if we were in Europe, we would have driven through like six different countries. But you know, like right. to get go to one show. So do you <laughs> still get a tour book from Eric or not? Yeah, he's yeah. He, he's still well, he sends us PDFs. Yeah. Okay. But we 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 like um, I think like when we did that that tour with Up Montreal that happened big time because we didn't realize that they have a they have a tour bus. Yeah, and they sleep and, and they sleep, and they sleep while somebody overnight. else is driving. Right. And we drive ourselves, so so we would ha almost every single night of that tour we would play, not watch them, just throw everything in the van and start driving. <laughs> because we, 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 we could have brought the hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, uh, that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But from what I've seen, tow bars aren't a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have you ever had a situation like that where you had something where you can sleep? Like maybe a driver or something with you guys. Oh, we, we well, in Europe, oh, we, yeah, have, we, Europe, we right. have a driver, yeah. Um, but not in the U.S. In the U.S., we just keep it kind of relative. I mean, we've had crazy stuff, and it's still sometimes kind of long. But it's like, you know, we keep it pretty humane. So well, I mean, if you can do that, and you can be keep your sanity in that way, it's so much better to do it that way because then you save so much money. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you. You must be at a point where you could go that direction, right? I mean, no. <laughs> well, well, you know, it's, 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 it's like the, it's like the, the, the uh, yeah, not really. A driver, like it's, for the minivan. Well, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's all I'm talking about. space in the minivan for yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, our minivan is seriously like, like it's like the, um, the two people, like it's two people up front. Two in the middle, and I, you know, generally I sit in the far back, fifth seat, like with all the, the gear next nice to me, ready to die. Yeah, you know, ready to crash. And the stone and goes then, filled. Yeah, the stone goes filled with shirts. Um, Satomi and our sound person Darren will be like sitting in the middle, and they don't actually like, they aren't able to make eye contact until halfway through the t tour, after, when we sold enough Aren't merch for it to like slowly <laughs> start to like wall the wall between the two of them. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 lower. Uh, you That's know. a good day. It's like, oh, we're killing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So that it's like it's it'll be all records, and then our, we put our bags like at the top of the wall, and they they're really like everyone's kind of like, uh, and uh, yeah, and I'm just uh, like in the back with sort of this weird like curve of of. Uh, of Crap Drums falling on. Crap, like, um, yeah, whenever I like t turn left, you're like, ah. It's <laughs> 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 so not one of those situations where it becomes like your own home back there. Well, we, we never. Kind of is, yeah, but yeah. I mean, we, just, we don't switch seats. Yeah. Everyone has like they know where to go, and then because of that, you like turn, you know, yeah. you know, like, um, like Satomi never has to worry about like Greg's sunflower seeds on her floor. You know? <laughs> it's like so. It's kind of the thing where it's like you do have your spot. I'm in the far back. So I kind of like the fork feeling of it. So I start like filling like little crevices with my. I'll put my book over here. And your dog photo. Yeah, I, I have like I, I, I have like a photo of my dog. So funny. No, it's like on the wall. Yeah, yeah. So you have a heart see. drawn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> kind of, uh, it's like you know I've got my cup holder that I put my. Hand because in. I do find like I'm one, I'm the guy who in all my bands have always stayed in the band because it becomes like a home. I have trouble sleeping in strange. Places. Places. Yeah, so the van becomes like a yeah. little apartment or home. Absolutely. Or something yeah. Like that. Well, we, <laughs> a long time ago, we we kind of figured out that that we started staying outside of town because, you know, when we when we did have that uh, the time period where we stayed with people, and you know, if you stay with people, you're in the city, and then somebody would sleep in the van, and then we started to have that realization of like, oh, somebody would just pull us out of the van and beat us up, and then take everything because none of us is stopping any like we. Uh, like uh, 
you know, we, we, we had it on the, one Iceburn tour where like Gentry was, was laying in the back and like, and he heard some guy like, like um, messing with the door and he, Gentry was like in the back seat and he like, sort of like leapt over the, leapt over into the front seat and punched the window. And he said, like punched the window, like to scare the guy off. And Gentry said he ended up being like 10 times more terrified because he said he, he said the guy's face was right up to the window. He punched it and the guy didn't. Oh he said all it was was a guy like staring at him. Like, well, like after, and Ginger was like, uh. And then he said the guy just sort of like backed away and like went away. And, and like, I, I mean, you know, a lot of times, uh, you, know, um, you know, and I've heard the stories of people who like woke up with the gun in their face. Yeah. You know, like sort of things. And it's like, 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 oh, that's that's way worse. <laughs> yeah. And we've mentioned this several times because we just all watched it. Have you seen the movie Green Room yet? No, no, I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what, like, the dangers of being on tour. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a movie about, like, uh, these people who are playing a show and they end up playing a show. They don't realize it's at a place that's a Nazi venue. Uh -huh. And they become very much in danger during that. Yeah. yeah. It stars... Uh, if you haven't seen Green Room, turn off the... Right, yeah. right. <laughs> There's no spoilers. Yeah, yeah. I think we talked about it like four times on the yeah. podcast so far. <laughs> it keeps coming up on my thing. I need to watch it. Yeah. yeah. Well, when you guys it's really toured brutal. in Ger uh, in Europe, didn't you say there was a, you were in Germany somewhere in some DIY venue, and there was a weird like uh, not like protest or something? Oh, that was that was that was uh, Iceburn. That was Iceburn. European <laughs> tour. We played in like like. That's what we do slash yeah. Iceburn. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we played a lot of like uh, like um, like punk squat sort yeah, of yeah, situations yeah. where it would be like where it would be uh, uh, like at one um, there was like a Nazi like march uh, out front and like everyone's like don't go outside right now because there were like like these Nazi youth kids like marching in front of the place there was another uh, I think it was Neu Brandenburg or something where everyone where um, at the time I would I would uh, it was like the phone card period where I would like everyone would go to sleep and I'd wander for an hour finding a payphone to call my girlfriend with like a phone card right. yeah. and I was gonna go out and those guys were like Oh, if you're gonna go someplace, there's a shopping cart by the door that was filled with weapons. If you're gonna go out, like grab something because you will get like somebody will try and fuck with you out there. So I was like, oh, I think I'll skip home. But that was like that was like the kind of thing. I I I I I actually bumped into somebody from we played with uh we played with this band um from Pittsburgh at like this this like all day like noise like noise uh, hardcore festival. Um, I, the name is failing, but anyway, uh, I, I I bumped into this guy years later, and he remembered me from this show because we, we played this we played this squat, and then at the end of the night we're like, oh well, where do we sleep? And uh, and the people who put it out were like, oh, you can sleep right here on the stage, you know, you can you can sleep here in this room. And there were there were like since it was you know um, Europe, there was like it was a warehouse sort of thing and there were like all these dogs running around shitting everywhere like so there's seriously like dogs shitting everywhere so I was like I was like um like uh uh like there's no way I'm gonna sleep here there's no way I'm gonna lay down so I just out of pure anger I pulled the I pulled uh, a, a chair underneath the only light that was on in the whole warehouse like one spotlight and just sat in the chair. <laughs> like 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 waiting like wait, waiting Gentry took the van Gentry put it into the van and he laid down and we were talking and at which point he noticed he had shit like all over his shoes that he had like gotten all over the van walls by like like trying like trying to get some sleep in there so I, I sat in this chair with my arms crossed just like 
just like staying awake by you know pure hate. <laughs> like he went, and he says he remember he woke up and to go to the bathroom and he said he like turned and looked and just saw me like just like the whole place dark with like bodies on the ground and just me like, <laughs> just, like just just like smoke coming off my body. But I was like there I was like I would die before I lay down on this floor. You know I mean like I've laid down like we that tour we had like I I like uh, um, there was one we, in in the UK. Uh, like where we played at some practice space, and the second we were, oh, they they, they were gonna bring us food, so they so they like they, they they said they were gonna feed us when we played. So we got there, and like some some somebody brought over a bag of of potatoes, and <laughs> <laughs> raw potatoes, raw potatoes, raw potatoes, <laughs> and pointed us to like a, a room someplace that they thought there was a microwave, which I don't remember if there was, but um, but they, we played a show, and then um, like every pl place in like. There was going to be like a. Uh, it turned into like a. Uh, there were like another in one of the practice spaces. They were going to have like a dance club that night. So, but we could sleep in the practice space. But we would have to all get in there, and then they were going to wall up the doors with amplifiers, so no, so uh, so nobody could get in there and bother us. So we all had to go in, and then they piled amps up to so to like blockade us in, so we could sleep. But you couldn't get out. No, no, we couldn't get out. <laughs> I remember just people stepping on me all night, like trying to like move around the room and like peeing in buckets and like or something. In the, wow. Like, that but this was all like, prepared the, you for Deerhoof, where nothing. Yeah, where nothing. <laughs> this well, this wow. this is the thing is like the scenes really do play a big part. Like this was all like the punk scene. This right. was all like and that was this some, was all that was like some deep. Punk yeah, this was all like, you know, like like all like hardcore and punk stuff, which yeah. which was like um, a much different. Like now, you know, like yeah. I mean. Yeah, there was like that. I played with Montreal. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so like uh, there's some crossover, but yeah. Yeah, I mean there was definitely some cross, especially in Europe. Like, especially like like there was a lot of you know like 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 when we were doing Gorge Show tours, that was, that was more like sort of like um, like experimental, you know, like like right. there that was more. Complex. You do kind of run that line, right? Yeah, you know. Right. So, but there, those were a lot of the same venues that would do like like just basically DIY spice spaces, which would both be like, you know, right. like punk shows, the punk the punk bands, the improv groups, the free jazz stuff, anything that couldn't get like in some place bigger. Yeah. We, we all ended up there. Like the, the we did a Gorge Trio Deerhoof tour together before I was in it when Chris Cohen was still in, and that was that kind of place where we would just like smaller, like very indie, yeah. like DIY spaces. So it was Popple and Gorge Trio, was that what Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was in that in current in that nation of uh, Iceberg. Too. Oh, was so, he? So was he yeah, at me and Chad? Oh, wow. yeah, me and Chad and, yeah. Wait, was he on the tour when? Yeah, yeah, he was on all these tours. Like he was, was on, he, he was on the tour. He was on the tour. Me? Yeah, yeah. You let him go and. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was in the passenger seat, so he said he's. He said he was like, like, like in the, in, you know, upside down, like with the seatbelt, like hanging. Seat like <laughs> this is my best friend in seventh grade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's really funny, actually. Yeah. Chad? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yes. Oh, Chad and I like skated together in seventh grade. We were like. Best friends, so weird. All right, we're here with John and Tammy. Hello. So one time we were on tour. It was. Ah, uh, gosh, I don't know, 2005 maybe. It was probably on our album Electrified, I think. Yep. And uh, we drove leisurely into Sacramento and uh, had a great day. Went to the park. And we were laying on the grass. Yeah, the yeah. We even thought about going tubing and stuff. It was like just the most relaxed day because we just played in San Francisco, so we only had to drive like 45 miles or whatever. And, but we had a fairly late load in. It was like, say, 7 p.m., something like that. So we went to the went to the club at 7 p.m. after this just absolutely perfect day, perfect weather, everything. 
And it's it's rare you have time to do this. Yeah, sort of yeah, thing on tour. yeah, yeah. It really does. You don't get relax. All, that is. Yeah, to relax on tour, right? We get to the club, and it turns out we're playing at that club the next night. We're supposed to be in San Jose, and the show starts at 7:30 p.m. So it's 90 miles away. So I literally drive. Okay, so we're opening. We're opening for the Orange Peels in San Jose. And uh, so I, I, I quite literally drive 95 miles an hour for like an hour and five minutes. And they held the doors and stuff for us and we got there. We got in there we I mean, the we show. got there just in time to run in, set up and play. <laughs> and it was awesome. Okay, so we have... So our relaxing day became the most stressful day. <laughs> You're right, Within right. like 10 Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was seriously almost 100 miles an hour for an hour. Okay. There was this one time. We were in San Francisco. We were playing at Bottom of the Hill. I think we were playing with the Starlight Mints, if I remember correctly. Uh, I, I, I think so. I don't know. I don't it know. It could have been. It could have been the Starlight Mints. It may not have been. It may have been it, somebody entirely yeah. different. It was somebody good, though. Yeah, but it was in the mid-2000s. So we had a great show again. I mean, it was so much fun, and we were outside the club, and you know, the guy, the, the club manager came out, locked up the doors, and said goodnight, and we were just, we were all good friends. You know, by this point, we'd probably played Bob and Hill like 10 times. It was just, it's always a good time. So we're talking, we're talking, we're talking. 10 minutes goes by, 15 minutes goes by, 15 minutes goes by, and all of a sudden, somebody says, where's Rob? And just as soon as it comes out of their mouth, the alarm in the club goes off. <laughs> and we look in the window, we look in the window of the club and he's like, ah, ah, and the alarm's going off in there. And apparently we could hear the alarm outside, but inside the club, it was deafening. Oh it was God. deafening. He's like, he got this yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, ah, how do I get out? How do I get out? <laughs> So, so like, you had to hang in there. No, you had so to hang in there because the, the club it. guy had already left. The yeah. club guy had already left. Oh my God. So luckily I had the personal number of the club guy. I called him. I said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. He, he had just gotten home. Oh, it no. was like 2.30 in the morning. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, but our, our bass player is locked inside your club. <laughs> So it took it took him another yes. 20 minutes or more to get back. And in the entire time, oh my God. inside with the alarm and going off. He's plastered to the window like, help me, help me, help me. And we can't even yell at him. He can't hear us, you know? He just hears like, wow, yeah, yeah, wow, yeah, wow, yeah. Wow. Oh, God. That's horrifying. So, I mean, quite literally, he was scarred for two days. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he yeah. Was, he was it took like, him two uh, days to recover from that. Oh yeah, yeah. So, and then this once, this other time, it was another. Uh, we're playing with Elf Power tonight. And it was like the last time we played with Elf Power, and the very first time we met them. Yes, and I think it was 2003 or two. Two or three. Yeah. It was in New York City. At the cooler. At the cooler in the meatpacking district. Yeah. And John and I had gone out. We were we were touring in minivans at the time, and we were parked up the street. And so we went and. I think I we were know. going out to smoke smoke pot smoke, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, wait. Yeah. So we're sitting, we're sitting in the van. The windows are tinted and da da da. Yeah, yeah. We hear, we look over, we look over out the passenger side and we hear this like, motherfucker, fuck you, motherfucker, whatever. <laughs> and we look out and it was 
these two enormous, or two, I have three fingers up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> three enormous, like. Uh, uh, I don't know if they were transgender or transvestite or. Drag, yeah, drag, drag queens. queens. Yeah. Just been drag queens. African American enormous <laughs> yeah, drag yeah. queens. Yeah. Um, talking to this white cowboy dude walking by with a cowboy hat. I mean, he looked like a real cowboy, not a fat, not a fashion cowboy. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no yeah. He looked like a real cowboy. And they were like, "Fuck you, fucking." He he said something. He turned around, and the three of them fucking took off and just started beating I mean, the shit out of this guy. I mean, they the living shit out of this guy right on the, the street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The window. And we're just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Oh. And so the yeah. guy, like, for his life, like, got yeah. up and, like, That's crawled and ran yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. But he, whatever he said, he said some kind of very derogatory. Right. Yeah, yeah. He deserved it. He deserved it. He deserved something, at yeah. least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wow. But it, so. it happened just, we had just gotten high, too. Yeah, yeah. We sat there oh for like God. 15 I'm minutes so afraid so to like get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then we went back in and saw Off Power and they were awesome. Yeah, so. yeah, we had a great show. Yeah. And there you go. Awesome. Three? That's three? That's, that's There's good. more, but... Thanks for listening to our Pop Fest episode. Shortly after recording this week's episode, Deerhoof were involved in a traffic collision in Texas. They're okay, and we're certainly glad about that. Be safe out there, guys. And thanks for doing the show. We'll be back next week when Lenny from the band Cancers joins us for a shocking expose. Canadian bands crossing our northern border, touring the United States. Are they as polite as their reputation suggests? Or is that reputation built on hockey-inflected lies? Load In, Load Out is produced in association with Kindercore Industries by me, Bill Fortenberry. Our hosts this week are Cash Carter, Ryan Lewis, and Dan Geller. Review Load In, Load Out on iTunes and find us at Load In, Load Out on Twitter and Facebook. We'll see you next week. (laughs) 